This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Live for a what is it third episode today Numero of the Universe? Uh, we are broadcasting live from SEMA once again in the MagnaFlow booth. Thank you, MagnaFlow. And this time we've got uh, my good buddy Jason once again co-hosting, and our guest Bodie Stroud. Hey guys, yeah, how you doing? Pretty damn good. It's been all of what maybe a couple three months since we last podcasted. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Although that was back in the uh, studio in Culver. So and you know what's funny about that is I have to apologize. Uh, when I did that show, I was so kind of tired. I would oh, I'd you been were fine, up, man. And I was out of it. And I at the same time when you guys were talking, I received a, a, a an email. And it was something I've been waiting to hear, which was actually really, really, really good news mm-hmm. for just me as a builder and everything yeah. I wanted in life. So you kind of got preoccupied. So I was like, yeah, uh-huh, and I was trying to answer the questions. And <laughs> You played it well, man. You didn't really, oh, thank didn't you. really tell. <laughs> you had your PR voice going on right there. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and I, when I walked out, I was like, I told Summer, I'm like, oh, man, how did I do? Because I just received this email, and I was so excited that I couldn't think straight. And Can tired. you say what it was? Or? Um, you know, I, I can't, and it really okay. sucks. Okay. Uh, you'll probably start seeing a lot of it here shortly mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, you know, we got 13 special projects we're doing with crazy deadline that we've been working on. Is there the any other kind months. of deadline when you're building stuff in this business? No, there isn't, but this is this is probably the craziest it's ever been for me. It's just, just a huge opportunity. It's a huge opportunity, and, you know... Uh, all three cars that we have here at SEMA right now are for this project. And it sucks because you come here and you're like, oh, man, I want to talk about this so bad because this is such an important factor in our business and yeah. our life. But under contractual stuff, I can't say anything for yeah. the next couple weeks. So. I'm right there with you. There's a thing I want to promote that I can't say a damn yeah. thing about yet. And it's just it's going to change my company entirely. Yeah, mine too. I can't too. say anything for like at least a month. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a couple of weeks out. We were really trying hard to be able to announce it here at SEMA just because of all the interviews that I've been doing all day yeah. and all week. <clears throat> Already starting to get hoarse. But, yeah. um, you know, it's the way it goes. And we got the three cars here that are displaying nicely. We got a GTO judge uh, that's in the Coker booth here in Central okay. Hall. We have... Uh, a 63 and a half Ford Galaxy at the MagaFlow truck outside. Ah, uh, yeah. That's... Uh, the red one. Yeah. And then we have a 67 uh, Mustang Fastback out at the Roush booth. Okay, I'll have to go swing by there. Yeah, check it out. You, you'll see it because it's the one that's half finished. But it's cool because it's got the Roush motor in it. You can see all of our new suspension uh, and the chassis that we're offering for the Mustangs. It's all so new. What's, okay, so as far as the new suspension goes, what's, uh, <laughs> what's kind of the big differentiator versus what you were doing before? Um, you know, we've been doing a lot of R and D. We've been doing a lot of Mustangs lately. I don't know what it is just about that. They kinda, just kind of it's time are coming to us, you know. So I thought, well, I'm going to perfect this thing because if you've ever ridden in a Mustang, they're a unibody mm-hmm. and the frame's basically made out of sheet metal. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's tons of bolt-in kits out there, 
that say it does better, but I don't believe it one I think bit. The, I think maybe the Morrisons make something for it, but there's not too many people doing like a full-on... We have had great success. We no. just finished our GT700S, and the owner has been telling all the media and all the press that it makes his GT feel like a Prius. <laughs> it's the best oh, wow. quote ever for us. Yep. On this, and um, I, I'm really excited about it. We've worked really hard at it, and uh, well, I mean, you guys are serious. I mean, last time I saw you, we were talking about how you've got the five-axis system in the shop and everything. And yeah. it's just like not too many people have that level of fabrication ability yeah. in the shop. So yeah. you guys can do some really crazy stuff when you've got the big guns like that. It's just like yeah. you can do like you guys can go and make your own knuckles and shit like that. I mean, it's just yeah, it's amazing when you've got the. I mean, and of I'm course, just starting to get into that aspect. I've yeah. been really hardcore believer in hands built by hand, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean, and, and handmade, but uh, an American. Uh, and, and I'm still going to continue that and mm-hmm. give it that handmade feel. But I ordered a bender. I got a mandrel bender. And See, I'm that's surprised you didn't all have my one frames already, other and everything. Other than they're ungodly yeah. expensive. <clears throat> well, that was the thing. You know, it's, I finally got to a point where uh, I was able to afford one. And uh, actually, I wasn't able to afford one, but I still bought it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping that it's going to take me to the next level. You well, know? I mean, certainly, I mean now, now you won't have to be relying on uh, everybody else to help you out with custom exhaust That's, all the time on weird stuff well know? this is for my frame rails this, oh, this so it's been square tubing yeah Ooh. yeah so it'll do the round re- tubing you get the but really big one i got the really big one yeah. and it'll do round tubing but i'm gonna let magnaflow do all my exhaust systems yeah i just i got such a great relationship with magnaflow i'm gonna and continue richard will come out and weld up the craziest shit yeah it's great i get free labor i love his fabrication <laughs> i love his fabrication truck the fact that yeah it'll roll that thing is so two hours later you'll have like some one-off exhaust it's so freaking cool that is cool so, um, so we're really excited about that. That's you know kind of taking it to the next level. It's not my big top secret thing, but uh, it, it's going to help. You know, because yeah. I love building the cars, but at the end of the day, uh, there's there's not much money in it. No, no, it's in the money's it's in the more parts. of a marketing yeah scheme yeah when you're building the cars and you're showing people what you can do and. It shows you, the, well, that, you know, it's the marketing team. There's a certain level of enjoyment to it, being able to stretch kind of the creative well, there is. aspect there of it. there is, and I love it. But yeah. having to do so many a year is getting tired. It's laborious. It is, yeah. you know, and I want to be able to pick and choose. And, um, you know, the, the, the thing with the suspension is I've tried so hard to, we yeah, we build these beautiful cars that are just flawless underneath, on top, right. in the engine bay. But I want them drivable. I want you to be able to get into our car, and like our Mustang GT700S right now, and feel like you're driving a new car. So when the owner of that car says he goes out to go to work in the morning, and instead of his brand new Audi, he chooses the Mustang GT700S, that says a lot. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, when you've got that good compliance and everything in the chassis. And, you know, we yeah. had, um, I don't know, do you know the BBI Autosport guys? The, the Porsche tuners are out of Huntington. They're crazy good. Yeah, I've heard of them. So they were on this morning. We had a real long conversation. That they're kind of masters of tuning. I mean, they just ran Pikes Peak and won. So, oh, wow. Yeah, they've got their shit sorted out. And yeah. we had a long conversation about, you know, properly sorted, you know, a properly sorted chassis and a properly sorted suspension is not rough. It just sinks in, it's compliant, and gets everything out. And it's really hard to get that in an old car. So it's mm-hmm. cool that you're attacking it from that angle because damn near impossible to get with one of those original setups. It, it really is. And with the Mustang, I can honestly say uh, we've just had uh, great success 
in the handling, the drivability. Uh, the owner of the GT700S has a 65 coupe as well, and he says he drove it the other day, and he just cannot believe the difference, you know, in, in hugging. He says it feels like it's hugging and grabbing the road when you're cornering and this and that. Uh, he says uh, when he goes over a set of railroad tracks, it's just kind of a do Yeah. There's no rattles. There's no. It does the steering wheel doesn't the, shake yeah. tremendously you out of your hands. You don't watch the hood bump up an inch. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, it, it it feels pretty good, and that's basically what where we're headed right now with the. So business. basically, you got the you got the mandrel under now. You can go and you can say, "I need ten frame rails." Is it a CNC mandrel? So you can just go in yep. there and yep. Feed it material, and it's just like they're all identical. Yep. And then you got three guys in the back. That's it. Welding chassis. That's what I want to do. That's the thing that's is right. when you've got a standard product. I mean, as great as doing one-off work is, and this goes for any business, you know, as cool as doing the one-off stuff is, and where you get to stretch a little bit of the creativity, you can only sell that once. Yeah. Where if you've got a product, you can sell it a thousand times over. Yeah. And it's it's fixed and it's predictable income, and that's it. That's a big thing. That's it. You know, there's nothing that I can't really build. You know, or yeah. haven't tried to build, uh, and, and I love the diversity of it. That mm-hmm. kind is where I will still get the diversity in my life, but it'll be repetitive with the the chassis and the suspension. That'll just bring in that automatic. You know, I right. call it mailbox money. Right. And, and the and nice thing is oh, yeah. too is if you're just doing chassis, like there's a difference between a guy that's just a good welder. I mean, like, or a guy that's doing artwork, and you have a perfect good welder. But he may not be the best guy in the world with a TIG, you know? Yeah. You know, so it's nice because you you can go and get some guys and give them some work that may yeah. not necessarily be, you know, $100,000 a year employees. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. You know, that's a big thing. How many guys do you have in your shop now? Um, Right now I have 15. But about four weeks ago I had 20. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's tough right now trying to find good help. But, you know, I... People are afraid to work these days. They don't get it. They want to be handed everything. Uh, You know, I I guess when when I came into this business and and people are telling you, wow, your stuff's really cool, you don't know if they're just being nice to you and just saying that, you know? But now, after seeing what I've seen with uh, other cars and and people's lack of attention to detail, I guess Mm -hmm. you would call it, and don't really see what they're missing or see that or... Uh, it, it just seems to be out there a lot right now, and, and there's, people don't care. And then you—they'll like, walk away from it too. Oh, I—I I can't figure it out. I'm yeah. throwing my hands up, you know. And then I'll figure it out, and they'll come back, and it'll look all just perfect and, and awesome. And for somebody who's wanting to build their dream, and then somebody giving up on a project because they can't figure it out—that's how disheartening. They just walk is away, that? yeah. That's just and terrible. You try to find different angles of how do I make this guy want that bad enough to figure it out and make it happen you know my whole thing is i will never let a machine beat me yeah that, that's been my whole that, goal as that's well. the thing is it's just like this is a box of some sort whether it's a piece of software yeah. or whether it's a transmission this is a box that somebody designed that has a function yeah and at some point it may take me 200 hours to figure it out yeah i'll fucking get it because yeah. it's gonna happen and i will not be beat by an inanimate object and that's it <laughs> that's it you know it, it's it's crazy i don't I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, I I wish I had a dollar back for every employee I've I've paid and has left, and I've spent Saturdays and Sundays fixing what I paid them to do. Yeah. Just doesn't seem... Yeah. Takes away from the profit margin at the end of the day, and 
you know, and it's stress. I mean, even if it's an employee that's not working out, it also sucks firing people. I mean, it's... Oh, it does, because you know they have a life, and you're like, man, and you know, and I want the best. I have the best intentions for them to come in and succeed, you know? So, you know, it's like the other day I had to tell a guy... You know, he was he was grinding on a frame rail, and I was just like, I I was, you know, he'd been there way too long, and I was so busy that a week had gone by, and I really hadn't been able to spend time with him. And, uh, you know, and I looked at it a, a day before, and it didn't look that bad. And then the one morning I came in, and I was like, oh, my God, what happened? Yeah. You know, and it was unfixable, and so I knew I was going to have to pay for it. And I just, I said to him, you know, I'm sorry, man. I got it. Just isn't going to work, and it, it sucks because I know the guy's having a hard time, and they don't know the stress that that puts on me because I don't want to do that to anybody. Right. You know. They know we hire people with the intention that they're going to work out and they're going to be awesome yeah. and everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. That's why we bring people in. We need the help and we hope that that works for them too. And you're hoping that yeah. they came in with the same goals as I had when I was young and I was a kid and I wanted to work my way up the ladder and show people I could do it. Okay, so is it just me or is it, you know, or is this kind of universal? Is that when you get somebody that walks in the door, especially when they're you know in their early 20s or something, you know like in a day if they're going to be awesome, you're going to know right off the bat, and they're going to be fucking great for the rest of their career. You know, uh, I've had a few that, yes. Yeah. Um, recently, one of them is my, my own son, Bodie Jr., mm-hmm. uh, who's impressing the hell out of me. Um, but I didn't know at first. I didn't think he was actually going to yeah. be worth anything. To sit, and that, you know, that's saying a lot, speaking of my own son. Yeah. I just thought, oh, God, I'm, I'm going to well, be that dad be who's just <laughs> hiring his kid, you know. You're but be the whole crew though. loves him. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. Yeah. I, you know, he has a friend that he grew up with that works in the shop, and he went to fab school, and he knows how to weld good, and he's been teaching my son, and my son's picked it up, and he's turned into this awesome TIG welder, and he, he's just a, a great kid. He's got a great attitude, and he walks up, and he's very helpful, and everybody is enjoying having him so far. Right. And, uh, but, I, you know, I've had those where I've thought, okay, this guy's going to be really good. Wow, he just impressed the hell out of me. And then the next day, you're like, what happened to that dude that was here yesterday? You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, what happened? You just destroyed a frame rail. Yeah, I can't do anything. it's like a light switch yeah. sometimes. And you and then it sucks because I find when I say something to them, they go backwards. They fall further backwards and they, they kind of get discouraged. And, and they just get yeah. discouraged. And you're like, oh, man, how do you... How do you, like, I want to grab their head and show them what it was like working for uh, the guys that I used to work with in the trenches that used to call you, you know, a dumb... Dumb shit or dumb whatever. Shit yeah. or, yeah. Insert expletive you know, here. Yeah, yeah, idiot and yeah. moron and, and, you know, oh, yeah. throw things at me and this and that. You know, and it's like, I, I don't know, I guess... That, to me, that was normal back in the day, but yeah. now I'll get sued or, you know, who well, knows what will happen if I talk like that. But you like know what that. the thing is, is that at the same time, you're probably a better business runner just because you understand that that's not even, that's not even a good use of time. If somebody's fucking up that bad, yeah. it's it's counterproductive for all the parties involved to yes. sit there and antagonize a yeah. kid, you know? It is. And, so, and I'm pretty mellow. I'm yeah. just as you see me, and I'm not a... Uh, uh, micromanager or anything I give you a task and I expect you to do it and if you don't uh, and after you told me you could do it then yeah. that's when I get disappointed and I'll try and teach you and I'll try and point you in the right direction but you gotta understand too I've had guys that tell me well you aren't teaching me anything 
well, I'm not paying to teach you. You were supposed to know. Somebody was supposed to have already taught you. I'm not a teacher. I don't yeah. have time to teach you. And you it's know? a hired skill set. Yeah. I hired skill set. Now you're telling me that I was supposed to teach you skill set? What's going on here? This isn't working. Yeah. Right. And there's an expectation. You know, you bring in a guy that's you know 28 or 30 years old. He should know some shit. Not everything necessarily, but he should yeah. be pretty damn good. Something. Yeah. Versus you bring in a kid that, you know, like your son's friend that's, you know, 19 or 20, and yeah. there's an expectation of you're going to spend some hands on time with guys that exactly. you know. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But so, other than that, uh, business is great. I'm happy as could be. <laughs> We're not uh, dwelling on the negative. It's, it's today. My, it's, yeah. But it always seems that yeah. way, you know, and it's, it's easy to go. And what's crazy about today is it seems easier to fall into the negative instead of the positive. With almost anything you talk about. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an easier direction to go, for sure. Especially I mean, business owners. You know why? Because we all get around the fire and we're like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, exactly. taxes this and tax that. And <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing, though, is that it's funny, you know, we, it's very easy to forget the stuff that's going smoothly. Because yeah. it's an expectation and it kind of falls out of mind. Yeah. It's the stuff that doesn't work that kind of sticks in your brain and you go yeah. over and over Easy and over. Easy to talk about. Because it <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. it's the stuff that I dwell on in my sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um, other than that, everything's going great. The suspension, we're busy. We got these 13 special projects. We got... Uh, a shop full of we got 25 other projects going uh, yeah, you guys are never wanting for business I mean that's no, you guys are well, I'm always wanting for well, business well yeah but, but you know what I mean it's, you're, <laughs> you're always busy always busy I, I'm trying to like I said slow it down on the builds and pick and choose on what I want to do I've always taken it all in and that's a scary thing too because we have a couple like two or three projects that we kind of took in to help the guy we were in slow times um turned into more than just helping him and now he's expecting all this greatness and um he's going to be the guy that shows up at a car show and someone's going to ask him oh who built this and he's going to say oh Bodie Stroud and they're going to go "Ooh, really what happened to him he's going downhill you know and he's not going to say well this is all I could afford you know he was really helping me out of a jam you know, it looks great for what it was. He's going to say, "Oh yeah, he's going. He's doing terrible. He t- he didn't treat me right." You know, it's like, so I have to quit doing that. I have to yeah. say, kind of like Chip. I know Chip won't do those jobs. You know, and it's no, good. And it's, that's that's a lesson I learned. User, sometimes you have to either just turn down work, or sometimes you have to flat out fire clients. That's it. Sometimes you do, and it's. I've tried, yeah. dude. I've literally told them, "Come get your car. We're even, Stephen. Please, I don't want to work on it no more yeah. because they've given me some kind of." attitude and then all of a sudden they're like oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it's like no please really take it well where am i supposed to take it i don't care (laughs) there's a lot of places in the san fernando valley that would love to have your business yeah exactly (laughs) so but the the thing with me is uh you know i'm i guess i'm a nice guy and i have a hard time saying no so you know you you know you opened a business wanting to build stuff for people that like the same yeah. stuff that you do. That's you it. intrinsically want yeah. to do this stuff. So you want to try and make it's everybody happy. It's hard to say happy. no sometimes on people that have similar interests and uh, came to you for help on something. I mean, yeah. I, I run into the same thing. And it's just like it's hard to say no, but sometimes you've got to learn to. And it's a, it's a really hard thing to do. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But, okay, so you've got the frame business coming <laughs> along, right? Mm-hmm. What is so, and that's that's obviously a big thing because you put a big investment into that bender, and yes, you know, and training. just all the R and D I've put into it over the last five years is. What do you really think is going to be? Where do you really, really want to go and scale this up? How big do you want to get? Do you want to get into being a full aftermarket part manufacturer on a, on a much bigger scale? I mean, you guys do some stuff now, but I mean, on a big scale, it's you know, somebody like. Uh, 
now. I mean, say like a Magnaflow, but not exhaust, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be something kind of on that scale, or do that's, you want to... That's kind of the scale I want to be on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like a Catch-22. Yeah. Uh, half of me is saying, no, don't do that. You'd rather go fishing. Yeah. The other half is saying, go big, go go huge. Yeah. This is what yeah. you want to see. This is what you love. This is your passion. And I mean, it is, it is. Yeah. When I show up to work every day, I'm just like, oh, this is so cool when I like start a, working. People like the Edelbrocks and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah. I kind of get the same feeling out of them. I mean, it's obviously they've gotten a lot bigger in the meantime. Yeah. But it started out the same way with you. They yeah. were racing. They were doing one-off stuff. And, you know, Vic built all kinds of crazy shit. And... You know, now they're one of the biggest aftermarket manufacturers. Yeah. I mean, I could totally see you guys doing that. I mean, the attention to detail that you put into your stuff, yeah. you've got the foundation to get there. It's yeah. just a question of whether or not you want to get to the point where, hey, now we've got a team of accountants and we've got, we've got you know, yeah. PR people. We've got an HR team and all that stuff. I mean, Well, whether I like it or not, it looks like I'm headed that way. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it seems to be coming. And, no, I do. I Every vision I've ever had, I've been able to... to bring to light you know and uh, it yeah. seems to be happening everything i've seen in my head so uh, now i see stacks of frames that are ready to be shipped out and that's really cool i i can't wait to see one of those cars completely yeah. done i mean yeah well we'll have to we'll have to get one and you know yeah fil- probably film it or something i mean my goal is to uh do my chassis and do a video of like maybe a, a 55 or a 56 chevy and show how quick someone can swap out a body that's running a car that's running Mm -hmm. and swap it out and put my chassis underneath it and make it plug and play to where it goes with fuel system fuel lines wheels tires brakes motor transmission to where you know how fast can we do it can we do it in eight hours so we can put this chassis underneath it and you're driving away so that that's my goal hopefully getting it to the point where it's like lowering a body onto a truck frame just that quick and then you're you're plug and play, and the thing's driving out the door. Now is that going to handle like a dream? Is that going to use a lot of factory mounting points, or are you going to end up doing it, having to do a lot of other stuff under there to get? Um, I'm using most of the almost all the factory mounting points, yeah. de- depending on what kind of car it is. There, you know, the chassis are different between a, a Bel Air of a Post and a yeah. hardtop or a convertible. But uh, yeah, it's all factory mounting points. Uh, I've already built all the tooling, all the jigs for it. So once I have a frame rail bent, it just slides into the jig. I, all my cross members bent. They slide into a jig. You weld it all up. It holds it in place. And uh, It's too bad. He's got, a, he's got a Mustang that's about, what, 70% done? That's fucking insane. <laughs> what year is it? 68. Oh, yeah. So I've been doing a lot of work to that. And my friend's going to be out here, this, uh, out here at SEMA tomorrow. So I'm not going to talk too much shit. Uh, go to the to the Roush booth and check out my. I'm going to go take a, I'm going to go take a look at it and it's going to make me feel very inferior and uh, self conscious about well, a lot of things. To be fair though, you're running a 427 with twin. No, tur- four, uh, no, it's 408. It's a 408 with uh, twin turbos. So so he's yeah, not fucking around. That's it's, pretty cool. It's uh, Eagle Stroker kit on the four uh, on that 408 twin precision 5752s. Wow. Uh, air to liquid intercooler. Uh, it's full back half. Uh, got rod and custom suspension up front. And a custom four link out back, uh, so it should. I mean, it's it's designed to put the power down, uh, conservatively putting around eight hundred to the wheels. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> it's going to be kind of batshit. Uh, yeah. I, I started it when I'm from Dallas. I'm from Texas originally, so okay. I got a car that I'm like, this is what I used to like, yeah. and now I kind of changed a little bit in how I drive. Uh, now I like canyons. So now I'm like, shit. Uh, so, but here's the thing. It'll still be a fun <laughs> cruiser that just will 
light up the 335s yeah. out back. It's just, but there's a few things that were, we had uh, some intercooler uh, issues. We had to run a new uh, EFI elbow pushing that forward. And then with that, the tubing is now causing issues with the distributor cap because now I can't run, even a, a low profile distributor can't run it. So now I'm going to start running coil packs. And we're going to run those forward and then we're going to run twin uh, bullet style intercoolers in the front balance. Uh, it's a 68 Mustang, but it's turned into an Eleanor clone. Wow. So it's got it's a little bit crazy, and that's the biggest. That's what ours is is an Eleanor clone. Yeah, he's doing this without so a shop your size to get it done. No, too. I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I bought it from a friend of mine. He started a shop down in San Diego. So now we're uh, it, it's it's the car that's in the shop that will be the face of the shop. But well, the cool. thing is, it's also the one that's sitting there that's not yeah. consistently paying the bills. Yeah. So sometimes it just takes the back burner to what's going to come in to keep it's the lights the old on buddy project, as long as you right? recognize that and, and the thing no is no good deed goes unpunished we got the car <laughs> i got the car july 2009 so yeah oh yeah, yeah. see there they, i heard that oh you hear that you hear you've that? done a few of those builds over the year yeah. you, you know what i'm saying now you're i hear i heard that in your voice oh yeah exactly that's what it is yeah. a six-year project right now and it's still not running wow uh so hopefully we'll get that uh we'll get it done i'll enjoy it but I think I'm going to try to move on to something a little bit different, uh, even though I'll enjoy the car for what it is and get it, get it out there as much as I can. Yeah. But it's uh, I was at a different stage in my life before <laughs> I bought it, and I put all this investment into it. And now it's just like, you know what, I need to kind of get that back. Yeah. So. Well, you were in Texas. You were la- you were in the land no, of No, that was in California. But I, did, I was in okay. California at the time. But the, here's the thing is, like, I, was dr- I really wasn't heavily driving like I am now. Yeah. I was so busy with work at the time, so I couldn't get out there and do what I do now. Uh, so now it's okay. I need to get something where I, I, I'm going to find something where I can go canyon carve and, and yeah. go enjoy driving the way that I enjoy driving. Well, that's driving what we now. build our cars for is canyon. Yeah, I bought it for uh, I bought it for muscle car purposes as a muscle car. But that's you know what? what? You're absolutely correct. We all go through phases mm-hmm. in our life. I used to be the diehard, give me the blower sticking out of the hood, going down the yeah. drag strip, yeah. just looking mean as could be. And now it's like. Okay, give me something not too loud. I still like loud, but you know, like our GT seven hundred. This is why we have electric perfect. dumps now. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Which is on <laughs> the, the Galaxy like outside with the camera motor. It. Oh, it's so yeah. cool. I love electric dumps. <laughs> Actually, when I was on, uh, when I talked to you last, yeah, we, that's the car I was building with the camera motor and the sock motor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so man. that one's the one that's finished and is here. So. Have you camera done any- motor just makes me feel all tingly when yeah. I hear camera motor. Yeah. Those are rad. See, my thing is now is I really I've gotten to a thing now where I really like motors that rev. I I want to de-stroke my LS3 mm. and try and get it to spin at least 85. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's my next thing I want to go for. I want to de-stroke it, bore it a little more, you know, maybe a quarter over or something like that. And, See if I can get it going eight eighty five. There you go. Yeah, that nice. to me sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, versus before I've had supercharged like you. I've had yeah. the crazy supercharged cars. I had a you know, and this was ten plus years ago, seven hundred horsepower Camaro. You know. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. but that was when I lived in South Florida, where all you do were highway poles all day yeah. long. So you come out here, and I'm like, oh, canyons are fun. So. Yep. It's the best thing about California. So Southern California especially. It is. Oh, it's so, yeah. Good. Yeah. so you've got your stuff that you work on. And obviously, you know, you've, everybody knows the kind of stuff that you're working on. You're working on all of classic. Is there any of the other kind of, uh, anything that's kind of outside of what most people would assume you were into that you you want to check out while you're here? You know, like a rally car, like maybe, you know, something crazy like a Pagani. I don't know until like I see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just cool uh, is cool. Basically. Just cool is cool. You know, yeah. I can always, there's... 
I believe all of us builders have our own eye and our own vision, and there's certain things that we're attracted to and certain things we're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Ring uh, Brothers car this year, the Camaro, was pretty fucking nuts. Is it? I haven't seen it. 100% carbon. Really? Yeah. They yeah. made their own molds. Damn. See, they're good. You're like, Shit. but those guys, you know, they're they're one of the few guys that are kind of in your realm of like, you know, I'm sure probably friendly competition where it's just like, oh, I love all, those guys. Yeah, no, the Ring Brothers, do, we have a their great Pantera relationship. Last year yeah, was no, nuts. their, I mean, their craftsmanship's insane. It's it's yeah. beautiful. I'm a little different. Yeah. Um, and if you look at my builds and you look at their builds, there's there is a difference. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a difference in appearance. Um, uh, mine is uh, or like Chip's car sitting out front right here. That Pantera. It's just like yeah, you know, you, you can look tell at, it's you look chips. at his stuff and you go, "What's different?" And then you put it next to one an original yeah. one, and you go, "Oh, that's it's the Chip thing where yeah, you change a million it. little things." That's it. And you're that's like, kind of oh. like my Galaxy yeah. outside. We've changed a million little things. Mm-hmm. The the Thunderbolt hood the uh, uh, scoop on it mm-hmm. I handmade out of metal. It's not a fiberglass one. Okay, it's lower. It's sleeker. It fits the car better. Uh, but no one's even noticed. You know, we made a million. It's got Brembo brakes. It's got this crazy chassis. It's got the camera, the, go the sock thing. motor in it. Yeah. It's got factory steelies with hubcaps, so people are just like, eh. It's a real R code four twenty seven car. What? So that motor is exceedingly rare. That had. To it's a very rare motor, and it's just uh, it's a Ford lover's dream. That's yeah. all it is. It'll make most Ford lovers drool. I'm wondering, how long did it take you to track down that motor? uh, I didn't. The owner had it, Mm -hmm. and he's the one that had it built and everything. So he's got a lot of rare motors. We did a 69 Mustang that Mario Andretti unveiled here at Magnaflow a few years back called The Real Thing. Oh, yeah, I was here for that. Yeah, Yeah, and it had an aluminum uh, 494. It was a 429 punched out to a 494 that Ford had uh, contracted Holman and Moody back in 69 to build for Mario Andretti's Can-Am car. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he has, I believe, three or four out of the ten that were ever made. So that's where that came from. Okay. He's got all these. He's got probably, I want to say, eight 429, Boss 429 crate motors that have never been opened in the crate. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. you know, yeah. he's just got all this rare stuff. He's got this other crazy block that. Sometimes you uh, see this stuff and you're like, what are you waiting on? Yeah, you know, he just I mean, I loves it. Keeping, he loves it. I love his one passion. Or two for your own purposes, for when you want to build stuff. But Nate, it's just like, yeah, come on, let him out. Let somebody build something cool. Exactly. That was my oh, uh, But yeah, it's so that I I don't know where he got it, but he probably had it stashed somewhere, and yeah. he just started putting it together. The only thing it's it's crazy are the guys that you know keep the old crated <laughs> Ferrari motors, and you're like, oh yeah, that's a six yeah. million dollar motor. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You know. That's, that's I couldn't crazy. get that lucky. I'd end up having to pay someone to, like, take it to the trash or something. <laughs> Whatever it was of mine. <laughs> what? I got to pay to get this out of here? Come on. I thought this was going to be worth a fortune, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, the speculation game, though, is all the thing these days. With, with some people got it, and yeah. some people don't. Me, I'm a builder, and, and, you know, I can tell people pretty good at what I think something's worth, the car's worth. But when it comes to buying and selling, I'm terrible at it. For some reason, I always lose. I've been pretty good with like some of the European stuff just because you can kind of look at it because the numbers are so small and you can yeah. watch the popularity yeah. the problem is is having 80 or 100 grand to throw yeah. at something and sit yeah. on it for five years you know yeah. Adam Corolla, he's really good at yeah, it yeah Adam really is, is good at it that, gosh, that, that you know that it helps 
<laughs> yeah. Just, well, it also helps when yeah. Adam can jump on the podcast and hype the shit out of the stuff he's buying yeah. too, so the price just comes yeah, up. right. That helps. That's awesome. Yeah. Got the number one podcast. He just, hey, everybody, look what I got. Uh, it depends on the week. Sometimes we beat the piss out of them too. It's a friendly yeah. competition, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. So, but, yeah, it's funny. It's just like everybody that's in, like everybody that's in the top five on iTunes. It's either us or guys that are working, you know, or Adam. It's basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun because it's just like everybody's like, "What about this? What about that?" I'm like, "No, oh, we're all friends, man." Good. So, no, that's like you were asking me about builders and stuff. You know, I get along with mostly all the builders. Yeah. Um, huge amount of respect for Chip, uh, Troy Ladd, Hollywood Hot Rods, Ring Brothers. You know, I talk to all yeah. of them and uh, good people, and they do what I do and. They do it because they love it, and that's why we're here. And everybody does it a little different way, and it's cool because you it, can always it is, you look know? at something somebody else did and be like, oh, that's really cool. I'll try that next time. Yeah, I just know? did an interview with Shift and Steer Pete over there from uh, SoCal, okay. you know, and that, that guy's been around forever building hot rods, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, we were having a blast talking with each other, and he was asking me about certain things, and, you know, it's it's good. That's awesome. So, we had you booked for about half an hour, and then I think your publicist had you going somewhere else, and uh, we're approaching that half hour, so I want to be okay. uh, yeah. respectful of your time Thank here Thank you today. very much. Yeah, it was good talking to you guys. We could talk uh, old iron and just random stuff all day long. Forever, I, I know. We could do it. But. Yeah, that's but, what sucks. I've been going to all these uh, the interviews today, and it's it's people that I've done them with before, yeah. you know, and I see them, oh, hey, and we start talking, yeah. and it just, you get you know, one thing leads to another, but... Uh, I will leave you with one little bit of advice that I learned from a friend of mine that was an opera singer. Warm Coke. Warm Coke will get your throat back into talking shape. No way. Yep. I got really? four of them on my back. I'll give you one one more time. <laughs> it works. I did one. I was already raw. I did one 15 minutes before this, and I'm fine now. Really? Yep. Trust, See, trust the opera singer. Coke seems to like, get like, syrupy in my throat and seems to That's make exactly it worse. That's exactly the point. Really? Yeah. I'm going to try that. Okay. And yeah, watch everything. my next interview. I'm like, hey, I drink a Coke before I can. <laughs> I, the second I took that first sip, I could already felt better. So. Yeah. But anyway, so that is uh, yet another universe. I I don't even know how many more I have today. But uh, thanks again, Bodie. I really yeah. appreciate you coming thanks out. Thanks for having can, me. I appreciate uh, it. Where can everybody find you online? Uh, check me out at BodieStroud.com. We're making tons of new updates to the to the website right now, getting ready for a lot of new stuff, new apparel, new chassis, suspension, cars. And this giant cars, new project that you've This been giant about. new project. We're going to be hopefully releasing that in the next couple of weeks. So please stay tuned to that. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter. We're on all that stuff. Hey, so, and good. when you got more stuff to promote, you're always welcome to studio down thank you so much guys so. always a pleasure seeing you all right awesome. and that's one more and i gotta thank i gotta thank uh, magaflow once again for hosting us here in the booth right on. all right guys